All right. We've gone over this a couple of times for anyone listening, but there's, there's another Taleb idea, which is Black Swan um, and Black Swan events. So I'm going to give this a better go with Luke now, but we'll cut to the point. Most swans, we used to always think that swans were white. It was part of a definition of a swan, if you will. But then I think the first black swan was discovered in Western Australia and then it defied the whole way we thought about swans and all the inferences we'd made, right? This whole former body of logic had kind of been almost thrown out the window. And so Taleb uses the metaphor of a black swan. He has a separate book called Black Swan, The Black Swan. But he uses this, yeah, this metaphor to refer to, I guess, basically there's, there's kind of three parts to it. There's hard to predict or impossible to predict rare events that beyond what we could have expected. Any scientific methods we have can't be used to kind of compute or predict them. But then also these events that happen, he calls these rare events, black swan events, um, we're blinded by them and we look back at them in retrospect and think we could have planned them. Right, So there's three levels. So he says COVID, Luke, is not a black swan event, even though it's a big, unexpected thing. Because he says that it is something that we should have been, like the concept of a big pandemic is, is very, very possible. But he says the rise of the internet and also things like 9-11 are black swan events. Like you can't really predict. You can't really predict them. But I think the point, we'll take away from that, right, the point that's relevant for, say, people navigating their lives now and trying to have these higher leverage kind of careers and unlock the best out of themselves. So a good example I want to jump into is he talks about a Fukushima. So that was uh, that's in Japan, the nuclear uh, power plant. And it was designed to handle the worst earthquake that had ever been recorded. The problem was in the 2011 tsunami, that kind of, interrupted the cooling system at the power plant caused this nuclear kind of catastrophe that earthquake was stronger than the strongest one that was on record and it's a point he makes very consistently throughout anti-fragile and all his ideas we always are catering for like the small like everyday frustrations of life but we're never actually obviously the asymmetry is we're never really preparing for big unanticipated events that actually cause most of the the fuss and we're very bad at catering for things that go beyond what's been experienced before right so even though COVID's not a black swan event i think about these principles with COVID because no one was planning for that right no one was thinking about how do i make sure my business or my way of life is as like protected as possible from things that are happening on the outside and in the external world it's just not the way people naturally think. And that's part of his big point. But also when these things happen, they are so significant, right? They're actually, in fact, the most significant things that happen. If you think about the example of like the rise of the internet, I'm sure there will be some big kind of, you think about what's happening with Web3 right now, the rise of like rise in use of cryptocurrencies and the, the development of that technology. I'm sure we're going to have some big black swan events right, in the next decade or, or two decades. Yet people are not naturally thinking about that. If you're finishing university or college right now, you're thinking about where can I get a, who will have me for a job? <laughs> what am I doing next? Yet these things are like looming and they're very significant, but because they're outside of our awareness, it's this difficult place we're in, right? We can't really control for them. Yeah. Mm. Do you, yeah, absolutely. All I was thinking 
Yeah, I had a personal example. I'm not sure if this is a black <laughs> swan event, but something that <laughs> something that happened recently in my personal life is where, you know, you you have sort of call it a call it a bad habit of being out, you know, with your friends too late and mucking around. You you do it so many you do it so many times and you take advantage of the fact that, you know, something something bad could actually happen to you. And you sort of know it, but because it's happened so many times or you you have no awareness that sometimes, you know, these things won't happen to you so um, until something so does yeah. really, something really happens that's bad and you never expected it. It was nothing, nothing that you could plan for and it changes your, it changes your whole perspective and changes the way you think about your life and how you plan certain things and how you actually structure something as basic as, you know, you basically, actually, you basically you, had a car crash for me moment. at least not a not an actual car crash but you basically had you had a bad yeah, you had a bad calm. incident on a night out that forced you to kind of reassess and recalibrate the way you go about things and people drive Absolutely. around not expecting to be in car crashes but it's a very likely situation exactly. and we don't actually optimize for the potential yeah. it will happen right we don't actually we're forced yeah. to take the measures that's how bad people are at doing this right we have to force people to wear a seatbelt now, when I was reflecting on like, because we're having a bit of debate, right? Is this relevant for the podcast? We only got so much, even though we're doing episodes every day, there's only so much we can talk about Taleb before we're going to move on. But I think it really is. And there, there are probably three things I thought of. First, worrying about things without taking proactive steps is pretty fucking stupid and is a mismanagement of energy. Because no one is worried about the things that they can't conceive of that are actually worse than the things we do worry about. Does that make sense? Like, I'm I'm not worried about a terrorist attack tomorrow. But if that were to happen, the first thing that would be running through my head apart from, like, get somewhere safe is, God, you're an idiot for having worried about X and Y for the last six months. Right? Mm. But because it's just not tangible, because we're not expecting it to happen, we don't worry about it. Right? We, we just waste all this energy wasting about really insignificant, which, you know, it's not something we should judge about ourselves. It's just natural human nature. But the more, you know, awareness, 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 and we gradually improve. Second thing is good good example about how to take this mindset to everything. Stop whinging about COVID. Now, I acknowledge that different people have been affected by COVID to different extents, right? Some people, it's like it is life-threatening to them, like a Full honesty, I actually lost my grandmother from COVID, so definitely have been affected by COVID myself. But I mean this to say, stop whinging about external factors. Like, things are the way they are, which is not meaning to say, like, we're just helpless, but rather the power comes from how we adjust and adapt to the reality that we're presented with. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like there's this collective, like, I really don't buy into like, oh, you know, hopefully 2022 is better. 2021 was a tough year with COVID and stuff. For me, it's like this, this like commiseration is not productive. Like, why don't we just say, all right, this is the reality. All right. I, 2020 was the best year of my entire life. And that was the year COVID was introduced. So you kind of cycle the anti-fragile thing back into it. It's like instead of focusing on whether something is bad or good, no one ever asked the question, or few people ask the question, how can I make this something that is good or something that's better? Yeah, absolutely. After a while, what the situation I was mentioning, I've tried to make it without 
consciously being like this is the anti-fragile idea but you know you try and come back stronger and and when something really substantial happens which focuses you to become aware and sort of reflect you can then make those changes that are going to a stop that from happening again and make yourself stronger absolutely in the future the last thing i thought of was it's better to be there's a chinese proverb i think jordan peterson says it a lot it's better to be a soldier in a garden than a gardener in a war (laughs) like the Problem no one wants to like disrupt their current lifestyle because of some speculative threat that could come, right? I completely understand that. Like I'm not training myself for a potential apocalypse right now. It doesn't seem too conceivable. So what's the midpoint, right? But one thing I did learn from COVID dealing with it so far is that it definitely made me more adaptive and able to deal with setbacks, right? And because I had to change, like I kind of changed from focusing on real estate to I don't know, the blog, podcast, and everything that's followed with the 18 Lost and beyond. And it was actually an incredible creative period for me. It was such a positive time in my life. And then I realized that having taken on more self-directed path, I guess, so far uh, in my 20s, it's actually made me way more, I guess, resilient, if not anti-fragile, than I guess maybe others who haven't done as much of that. Because I just forced more often to like reassess a big picture situation, forced way more often to deal with wrecking balls that I'm like solely responsible for dealing with. And even though that's created some absolute kind of <laughs> shit show experiences, the net positive is like a lot more growth, a lot more confidence, like when things happen in the, f- I don't know, I just feel like I'm almost like I don't have my feet planted with anything I'm doing or anything I think. Like I feel like I'm more a, more able to kind of turn, pivot, or, or start changing a way of thinking more quickly. Not, and not from a place of being impressionable, but just being in a place where becoming highly adaptive. Because in evolution, things that are highly adaptive survive when the environment changes. And so I think that because you can't control, yeah. one of the things Taleb says, because you can't control the black swan thing, like trying to predict, he always says, the, the prediction is the charlatanism. Like it's, it's this, that's the real scams in the world. People are always trying to predict with this high level of certainty. Got to accept the fucking randomness basically is what Taleb says. And so what do you, the question is, what are you going to do about it now that that's, you accept that's the reality? And the, the thing is you make things as robust as possible to go back to the fragile, robust, anti-fragile kind of hierarchy, right? That he's given us. You make, and so I think, all right, I can't, I don't even know what's going to happen in two years. I'm not going to train for a potential civil war or something because there's just no nowhere on my radar is there any information that could happen. How, how counterproductive would it be if I just made my life about that? Everyone would think I'd lost it. Luke wouldn't be jumping on Zoom calls with me anymore. But what, <laughs> what, what I can do, which is the in-between, I think, is I can cultivate my mindset. I can, can cultivate my awareness and, and these things. All right? I can position myself in communities because community creates a lot of strong kind of survival advantages right and and thriving advantages when we're not worried about surviving those are the things i think they're worth investing in because your mindset is always the tool you're using in any situation you're in so that's that's how i think you overcome the kind of oh what does this mean for me you know and this is what i think i'm starting to come away with takeaways from this taleb stuff and it's 
Knowledge is very overvalued. We're we're obsessed with prediction and trying to control things. Instead of that, going in that direction, go in this other direction, which is this is randomness. It's a part of life. You don't have as much credit in the things you're doing as you think you do also or as much blame as you think you have and so now that this is the randomness be be anti-fragile as much as possible or robust so that you either survive or you or you thrive and that's yeah i think that's good consolidation at that point